Before he starts the national tour this weekend in Glasgow, the star of the river is with us to sing the song. Well, after that, you know who he is, so it's David Essex. Everybody, uh, welcome to Bang Bang Podcast. I hope yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the last of the WrestleMania season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five fucking hours of shit. Evening. Yeah. Evening. I was going to say, I hope you all enjoyed the, the dulcet tones of uh, David Essex, which, which uh, give us the intro today. Um, been explained from the from the sounds of it. <laughs> but we um we mentioned David Essex last week, didn't we? And uh, um and and yeah, the buffoon that he is actually tracked it all down and watched some of the crappy. What was it called? Oh again? yeah, yeah the, uh, the the river, the river. Yeah, this he played a lock keeper. Um yeah, and Andy called. I could yeah. I could remember it, but I I could actually he actually watched it. Um, one series of utter chod. Yeah. Not not the worst. Um, not the worst sitcom by any means. Uh, no, I mean I only I watched the, the first right. episode absolute, of it. Absolute filth. I'm actually before we go into that talking of um sitcoms. I'm actually drinking later on. Mm. Will be time for Abadar. Yeah. But I'm drinking at the moment a millionaire's stout, millionaire's shortbread stout. Um, from Arbor. And just keeping mm-hmm. with the, sh- uh, the name of this beer is called This Time Next Year, Rodney. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're some good names, aren't they, these stouts? Yeah. Yeah. I've got Aberdeen Coconut 17% stout. I've got the Arbor this time next. I'm starting off with a, a mere 6%er. I'm going for a Choco Libre and then a North Star after that, ending the night with 17% of Dangerous Tackle. Mm. Yeah, strap yourself in, everybody. 
Um, it's ramping up from 6% to 7.5% to 10% to 17% as a nightcap. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, uh, in in the the wonderful tradition of crap sitcoms, David Essex actually plays a character called Davy. Um, not too much of a stretch. He's like a lovable rogue, an ex-convict who becomes a lockkeeper. Um, yeah, and he's got a, a, a pig and a goat and animals and stuff, and it's not great. But um, you know what he was doing with them behind closed doors, obviously. Well, I mean, no, not to say, but yeah, but. Um, Look out! We'll, I'll try and do weekly updates on David Essex. Let you know what he's up to these days. But uh, don't bother. That's the. Uh, that's Nobody David actually cares. No, <laughs> nobody at all. I mean, I beat the fuck out of him while I was on acid. So nobody's mm-hmm. cared about him since then. And it wasn't a cardboard cutout. It was a bloody poster. Was it not? Yeah, he was playing poster, at the Colston okay. Hall. Yeah. Right. The 98th anniversary of Silver Dream Machine or some bollocks. Yeah. I don't listen back to this stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember David Essex and something, and you know, it sounded about right. Anyway, we're anyway we're still <clears throat> doing last week's fucking podcast from the same. We are, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this week then. So I, I didn't actually ask what people's opinions were of WrestleMania 25 last week. I, I never um, asked. No, I know people's not. opinions. I do. I try and make people feel like they're do part you? of the show. Oh, bless you. Um, they're not paying for it. Fuck them. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, this week we're doing WrestleMania 34. Yeah. And this is the end of our WrestleMania. I don't month. know. They're probably next week in a in a vain effort to keep up in the Monday no, Monday morning wars. But yeah. billionaire Rob yeah. will, be, will, be, yeah. will be trying to find some other sitcom with a failed 70s singer in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, this will come out. This will come out next Monday, and that will be the first uh, the first, first of the Monday of the, morning uh, wars. Yeah, the, at UTT podcast, unbooking the territory with Dan and Rob, who are well, Rob's a, a regular contributor to the show. Yeah, Dan. If, Dan's if been by on a regular content, if by regular contributor you mean questions about either Dallas Coronation or Minder. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's the no, he's, he's, he's the opposition now. He's going up against us. I'm <laughs> that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Vincent came up man him now. That's it. What we'll have to start doing is, we'll have to start. Obviously, I know they, they, they've taped four or five of their shows already in the can. So, if we can find out what they've been uh, talking about. Oh, well, yeah, we can we yeah. give away the results uh, four <laughs> yeah. or five weeks on it, in a row if they're pre taping it. This is live, yeah. children. Yeah. Either that, or we'll have to start doing the show live on Monday mornings. Um, I don't yeah, think that's true. Really send it out live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when, yeah. We're, when we're up six o'clock in the morning, when, yeah. just before we go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we try to do it that way. But um, but going if if you're listening to this, well, you will be listening to this. Obviously, you wouldn't ever heard me say this, would you? Otherwise, but um, once you finish listening to this, maybe go and listen to the uh, um, booking the territory podcast. Maybe maybe wait a few days. Mm. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe wait a few weeks until yeah, they actually... go back and listen to yeah. Yeah, and then in the meantime, you can check out our back catalogue instead of wasting yeah, time yeah. on some of that's pre-taped. That'll put yeah. bums on seats. No, that's wrong. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't say that. No. Um, yeah. The turning so, point in the Monday morning was already before the first shot even fired. Yeah. Yeah. Go, um, go and check out Rob's book in the territory. It sounds like a peachy idea. Um, what's it about? 
Well, so they've the the, um, the the premise from what I can gather is that they're gonna go back and look at the highest rated episodes of um, the different uh, bookers of sort of during the Monday Night Wars. So I suppose like um, like one of the highest rated the, the Russo shows and Vince and um, the other bookers. Russo. Yeah. 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 Russo and yeah well no i think it was different creative periods so when people were I, i'm not really sure to be honest i listened to the trailer but um it's it just i actually yeah. <laughs> i did say the, there's the only the one minute bottomless trailer. pockets of billionaire rob mm. um right so yeah this week we're talking about wrestlemania 34 That's of, the of which the yorkshire Blues. ripper not, played yeah. absolutely no part yeah um so next week or, we're going to be doing if there's yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, pull up the Wikipedia page. Um, WrestleMania 34 was absolute triumph for Baron Corbin and Jinder Mahal. Yeah, currently, yeah. <laughs> Until because... somebody changes it back. If you have a look at the results page, uh, results bit, every match was won by Baron Corbin and Jinder Mahal. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have changed. In there. Yeah. That might change. Hopefully it will change. But I, yeah. yeah, I just noticed my... my uh, my suspicions were first aroused when Baron Corbin won the twenty-woman battle royal before yeah. uh, before the pay. Hang on, mm-hmm. surely, sure, surely something's wrong here. And I had a quick scout through, and Baron Corbin and Jinder Mahal won everything that year. So great, we can just basically put it to bed. All hail Baron and Jinder. And he wasn't actually on the card, was he? I, I, I think he no, might have been in the, the pre-show battle royal thing. Yeah, I think he he was. Andre, didn't he win that? Didn't Raw. he actually win that? No, um, I can't remember because I didn't. I watch think it. Matt Hardy won it, didn't he? Matt Hardy. Oh it? God, yeah, yeah. Delete. Well, Bray and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Because Bray Wyatt's not on this card either, is he? I think he returned to to help him. I think. I'm just Delete. looking. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he won it in 2018. Matt Hardy. Yeah. Baron Corbin won it in 2016, so he did win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So next week we're going to be doing um, any other bollocks, like a WrestleMania themed any other bollocks. We'll be asking you for your favourite WrestleManias and favourite WrestleMania matches and moments, and then you can ask us questions about. It can be about WrestleMania, it can be about anything, basically. So that'll be our Q and A show. And then after that, I'm not really sure what we're going to ask for that. We're going to have some guests coming up in the upcoming weeks but um but yeah we'll see you we'll know, see we if we get serious ourselves. guests on yeah it, it, it might not go as planned because i'm in yeah we'll see so wrestlemania 34 then so i i like to give a bit of a kind of every week a bit of a kind yeah, of like background give a bit of um back yeah background then he'll do a top 10 from a year that the wrestlemania do something totally random is oh, actually i've oh. had a look at the top 10 it wasn't very good yeah I, i'll pick i'll pick july 1973 yeah no, no not for no real reason but anyway carry on i'm not doing the top 10 this week oh <laughs> well i couldn't Get think because i was I, I was gonna do the top 10 from when roman reigns was born but that was very similar to the top 10 of like, I think it was 1985 so 10. it was yeah and that could be ours I'm taking notes for this one this is the first episode we've done I think I've done an episode before where I actually lost my notes on my way to your house yeah I can remember that yeah. one yeah but this is the first episode I've done without notes because it took me about three days to watch this 
that was without taking any notes. So by the time I actually got through the end and watched this entire thing again, I couldn't be asked to go back and take notes on it. So, and again, a lot of it is people that are around now. So a lot of the time when I do take notes, it's kind of background and stories about blokes, whereas this time it's all basically current wrestlers almost, isn't it? So there's not too much exciting, interesting stuff about this bloke. So. No, no, no. So right, so the Royal Rumble. No, it's, it's, it's way too close by, to it, really. Yeah. The Royal Rumble that year, 2018, was run by Asuka and um, Nakamura, obviously. That The women's one was just mm. feeble. That kick off the... That just, the that finish rate, yeah. What was yeah. basically a really good Royal Rumble was let down by, A, having a bellow in the finish. Yeah. Lamest finish known to man. But the right yeah. person won it. Yeah. I think we uh, watched that together. We, we were, yeah, yeah and we were... We were hope and a misguidedly hope for the future of the WWE. We 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 left that Royal Rumble yeah. with a genuine a sense of anticipation for what could be, and were heavily let down. Mm. Yeah. We were, so following though, that, we? We were actually, yeah, we were, we were yeah, absolute, we were really excited, weren't we? Absolutely, yeah. That, and yeah. that just killed wrestling for both of us. Yeah. So leading we up to this, kindled so a bit of a love briefly, from that yeah. point because the right people won in the right ish way and then yeah. obviously vince being vince and the gamer being yeah. uh, the gamer they let us down yeah well we'll get yeah. to all that very very soon yeah certainly. yeah so aj's the champion aj's wwe champion he, he won it so this was just before they'd gone back to doing dual branded pay-per-views so they had like the brand split and then at this point they were still doing like a raw pay-per-view and a SmackDown pay-per-view. So the Elimination Chamber was a raw pay-per-view after SummerSlam. Uh, after SummerSlam, after Royal Rumble, which yeah. uh, it was whoever won the Chamber got the right to face Brock Lesnar. So Roman Reigns won the Chamber. Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. And then Fastlane was the SmackDown pay-per-view, which... AJ was the champion and he won a six pack challenge against Owen five Zane, cans of Stella, Baron Corbin, Dolph Jinder Ziggler Mahal. and John Cena. <laughs> oh, Jinder, was Jinder on? He was, no, he wasn't on this. Nah. Orton beat Bobby Roode to win the US title and Charlotte beat Ruby Riot to hold on to her world title. So going into WrestleMania then, there's your champions. Yep. Basically. So, um, there's a pre-show for this, which we're not going to cover the pre-shows because it's too, it's too long anyway. When I go in this, so it's five hours. The normal show is five hours. So nobody's, nobody's learning. Hours. Nobody's learning. The, the yeah. amount of tweets this week for the fucking interminable AEW Dark and Dark. Yeah. I've, I've not seen any positive tweets about the length of either. It's just too much shit. There's too much too much and well, that is, uh, yeah is a prime example of just fucking too much you stretch the boundaries it might be good they're live yeah people aren't fucking watching it live no, they, i think they have just put up with nonsense. nobody's yeah. got unless you're there live nobody's got five hours to fucking spare no yeah, but then if, if you're there live let's say if we went to that live yeah so if but you that, got there for the... how fucking drunk would I be? Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I'd, be, I'd it... be in the ring, I'd have fucking, with a can of 
possibly won world title or something just by fucking lamping people over the head with four packs of beer. Yeah. Ugh, awful. I'd have got. I would have been bored of that just because you would have had to fucking stand up most of the time because every other cunt would have been stood up. Yeah. And I'd have probably got ejected for fucking starting a fight somewhere. It would have just been. It's just too much for anybody. It's just boring, boring, boring. Please. Yeah. Especially for today's generation. It's. it's well, that's it's ridiculous. They got even less. They got even less of a fucking attention span and i've got oh look something shiny yeah and they're they're off aren't they on something else oh yeah i was watching it and then and then somebody snapchatted me and they turned themselves into popeye or fucking pikachu mm-hmm. uh, and i got distracted and then i i went off and picked my nose and i had to fart and then i went out and got some kfc and then i came back and there was another match on and there was a, some bloke did a thing and then somebody phoned me and I Skyped somebody and I did a painting and then and then I went out and did shopping and I was online and then I played GTA 5 and then I went shopping again on GTA 5 and bought some imaginary stuff. And then when I got back, a bloke was doing a thing and there was another match and it's just too fucking nonsense. It's just nonsense. Yeah. The whole thing for kids. They don't they don't know what they're doing at the best of times, said the old man. But it's Mm-mm. just wrestling. Everything is just too long, too convoluted, too boring. And that's why everything must end. Well, that's the the, the one benefit of these um, COVID pay-per-views WWE have been doing. I mean, they've been they've been pretty bollocks, but they've been, what, two and a half hours? If that, they've all been really short. They've all been under three hours. One. No, no, nor, nor have I. But they've all been under two hours, all been under three hours. They're short and raw. That's which good. Which is a bit daft. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's like a said, return to normality. And then fucking yeah. AEW put 73 hours of internet chod on. Yeah. That yeah. You, might, you might as well be watching one of those 10-hour videos of Ned Flanders saying diddly over and over again. Yeah. Not a fan. But like, like, like you said... Um, by the time today, if, if you if we'd have been there for that entire, so if we'd have got there for the for the pre-show and the entire pay-per-view, that's seven hours. So by the time you get to the end, like the the, the end of this one, people would just they, they, want to, they want to go home basically. Yeah, they would. And they're just shitting on Roman Reigns, <laughs> booing Roman Reigns like they did the year before. And even even that last WrestleMania, WrestleMania 25, we did. That was I think it was over four hours. But by the time you'd had like the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match. You got by the time, and then you had the big show, Cena and Edge. But the sort of, last match with Orton and Triple H, it was like 25 minutes, and people are just like asleep, basically, by that point. Yeah, yeah. That's the last I mean, thing you think. Want. Oh, we're headlining WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was asleep an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. wake them up with your interminable banging and going yeah. on fighting your mate because everybody's asleep or or going home. Yeah, it's it's, it's like your team is four nil down and there's ten minutes to go. And yeah, it's like why why we why should we stay? Yeah. It's just like everybody's heading for the exits. Yeah, right. So we get to the show and that's, that's so there, there was the, a shall we? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> are we start? reviewing something, Andrew? Twenty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it it was in the um uh the Mercedes Mercedes Benz Superdome in New Orleans, which was where they were 
a few years, a few, like two or three years back, that's when the Undertaker lost his streak. That was in New Orleans in was that thirty one? Was it or thirty? Yeah, thirty one was, was the uh, thirty one was the the first big pay per view after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. If I, right. memory serves me right, maybe. Feel free uh, to to tell me I'm wrong on some <laughs> Monday podcast. Obviously, yeah. with with the millionaire resources. There. Mm. Seventy-eight thousand. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that's what we get downloads per week. I suppose that's a it reasonable is, number. Yeah. yeah, it's roughly the same. So there was a pre-show. Pre-show. We're not. We're not. We're just going to briefly go through it. So Baron Corbin won the thirty-nine <laughs> battle royal. <laughs> Baron Corbin defeated Mustafa Ali for the cruiserweight championship. Yeah. Baron Corbin beat ba- Bailey. Baron Corbin the won the women's yeah. battle royal, eliminating <laughs> yeah. Bailey brilliant just a great start from baron it was wasn't it no so it was matt hardy won the 30 man under the giant battle royal and i think cedric alexander beat mustafa ali for the cruiserweight title in the tournament yeah sounds right naomi nitro nitro cans of beer i'm gonna open a nitro can of beer i love the sound it makes us if we can pick it up hold on okay nice that's lovely sound and they're meant to be poured just turn it over and let it come out and they and yeah. it finds its own way out under Lovely. this gentle pouring with a nitro yeah upside down dump the contents into a into a or settles mm. and it's just a choco libre a mexican hot chocolate stout chocolate nice 8.2 thank you thank you kids thank you oh yeah i haven't said what i'm drinking have i the minute i'm drinking uh Poland's finish, uh, finish, finest, uh, finish, Tisky, yeah. Tisky lager, Tisky. Last time I drank that, I had COVID about four days later. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm dead. Um, not, not Tisky, if you're out there, um, yeah. I, I doubt if you'll be sending Andy through a complimentary case, um, after him, <laughs> yeah. just basically, he gave you covid yeah um, yeah you're on a roll today you're just out to alienate everybody I am, and yeah. rubbish everyone yeah. so naomi won the women's battle royal thing i thought that was baron and then the corbin. show starts oh yeah oh, baron right. corbin won, yeah. so the first match was a triple got threat the two, uh, mixed yeah up. mixed up yeah yeah the bald guy so the first match he wasn't bold then he was receding then when he i think he was completely oh, bold very receding money god slightly yeah. receding yeah um, right, first match then is a triple threat for the Intercontinental title. Seth Rollins, The Miz, who's the champion, and Finn Balor. So Seth Rollins comes out in his... He always, he always dresses up for WrestleMania, doesn't he, Seth Rollins? He had his, like, Game of Thrones-style thing with the, with the pale blue contact lenses in. Um, and The Miz was just dressed as The Miz. But he had the, the Miz Taraj with him. Yes, the B team. Um, the, the B team. He sent them to the back, and then Finn Balor came out with his. He came out with his rainbow, uh, like Balor Club stuff on, surrounded by mm. a lot of other people wearing rainbow from like the the um, LB Jail. Both yeah. from the TV series. They're Rod Jane and Freddie were rainbow. there. Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bungo, yeah. what are you doing, Zippy? Yeah, from the LGBT community, people there. Did I get those uh, letters in the right order? I think I did. L- LGBTQ. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I think we've it's added, we've added we've added questioning now, haven't we? For okay. people who are not right. quite sure, 
Yeah. Where they yeah. stand, who are troubled and questioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. They'll come to the right answer in the end. It's all yeah. good. As long as love's involved, it doesn't matter what you are. Yeah. As long as you find the person for you. And even if you don't find the person for you, as long as you're happy, everything is good. Where love's involved, yeah. you just find your own way. Yeah. And the other thing is that sex is is like a game of bridge. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. You either need a good partner or you yeah. need a good and. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, we could have been going in the worst direction than that, I suppose. So that's not. I'm quite. I'm quite relieved. That's where we ended up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Right. I'm very, so yeah. I'm very I, I I have a lot of time yeah for I have a lot of time for things like that um going back to going back to being a punk rocker mm-hmm. back in the day we used to put we have to put on gigs we'd have to put on shows and and club nights and things like that and the people that were tolerant of all the punks the first people that were tolerant of the punks was the gay community so yeah there's a lot of affinity in my maturing as a person um punk sort of grew up in tandem with the gay community um and yeah. we empowered each other a lot of the time there's a very close link so yeah yeah i think the profession we're both in where again a lot of my colleagues workmates are of various sexual orientations so it's it's just somewhat again i've always having worked in nursing for 20 odd years it's just kind of always been commonplace in in the field we work in. So yeah, from don't bat an eyelid. People are people. No. As long as you get on with people, as long as people are happy, as long as yeah. there's some love involved, you support people of whatever mm-hmm. orientation, whether they're whether they're even questioning. You have if if you've got any common sense about you, if somebody's questioning and they come to you for support, you help them make sense of the whole thing. And you're not there to point the finger, and you're not there to say this is wrong. This is you, you, you're there to make everything inclusive, and you're there to say this is if this is what you feel, or this is what you want to go for, then be comfortable with it, go for it, be happy with it. It shouldn't make any difference to it whatsoever. Like you say, I grew up as a punk rocker in tandem with the gay community, and and we are we are in a we are in a job where these things are also norm normal. So yeah yeah we should be supportive definitely yeah yeah um we, what were we talking about yeah so um yeah Finn Finn Balor. comes out with this <laughs> rainbow yeah so yeah yeah All hail. I, I always find it a bit obviously Finn Balor in NXT was champion for ages when he it was Finn Balor and he'd always bring the demon out for the big matches and then when he got to the main roster, obviously he got injured pretty quickly, didn't he? He won the world title. Was he the first? He did. For, he, he won that, what was it, the universe, first universal Mm-mm. title, and he'd done his shoulder yeah. in there and then, didn't he? Mm. So he came back. See the um, see the 24 Hours documentary on the all-conquering right. WWE Network. Literally, when yeah. he walked through, he, they, they were all clapping, and he just went to Vince. He just went, have a look at that. And yeah, Vince no. was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, straight away, so... I think that kind of ruined him, didn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Lost all I, I don't think he ever really recovered by that point. No, he hasn't. And it was a shame. I mean, he's gone back to NXT now. Like, yeah. he's, he's he's now the, he's back to being the prince, isn't he? So Prince Devitt almost. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's not done he's not done the demon for 
God knows how long no. now, has he? No, he's kind of when he went back to NXT, he was kind of a heel, wouldn't he? And he's kind of yeah. now he's sort of just being a bit that, of a, an, an arse. But that's his that Pele kick. He, yeah, he, he was there. He was there facing the undisputed era. Yeah. Who do you give the Pele kick to? I can't think who it was now, but yeah, I, know, I can remember. I can see it. Now yeah, that was to, just ricochet. I can't remember now. Bell. They fucking. But they were going to. They hit him in yeah. the head. <laughs> God. Before um, I think when he went back to NXT, the plan was for him to um wrestle Walter, haven't it, for the UK title. That was what their their initial plan was going to be. Yeah. But obviously because of COVID and lockdown and that, it never actually happened. So they had to kind of scrabble a bit for that. And he's just kind of he's just one of those guys. He's kind of I, again I don't watch NXT anymore because. I don't really. Nobody on there I particularly like, to be honest. But uh, again, uh, we go, I say this week after week until mm. and, until there are audiences there. I don't see why I should watch any of it. Yeah, it's it's like it's 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 like fucking in a vacuum, isn't it? It's just mm. doesn't happen. Rubbish. But this is a good match. But again, even in this match, yeah. again, the crowd the crowd seems slightly kind of like knackered already. To be honest, <laughs> it's the first match. Yeah. It's uh, but um, Rollins. Rollins wins. Rollins wins the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Again, I, I, I don't It's a lot of guy. I think it's just, it is probably down to, down to lockdown, but I don't really like what they're doing with Seth Rollins either with his whole Messiah thing. Like that's, it seems to be the only guys that have actually flourished are blokes that were, I suppose Drew was just kind of coming up to being a major star when he, before lockdown started and he kind of carried it through lockdown. Yeah, he's he's been the one that's that they've they've given the ball to yeah to run with. I don't think he's dropped it as such. Um, I th- I think alas for Bobby Lashley, I think he's probably going to take the title back at WrestleMania because I think the prevailing thought is even though it's wrong that Lashley mm. is hot at the moment that they're going to give Drew his WrestleMania moment with forty five thousand people there, which I yeah. guess he sort of earned. Yeah, we're being so. honest. He's he's carried that title with dignity. Tried his best to keep to carry it through exceedingly trying times. But he's a bit of a throwback, isn't he? Almost yeah. to that to to the golden age of WWF, isn't he? He's he's sort of one of those large and life big characters, but he can actually wrestle as well, unlike Hogan and the Warrior and things like that. But he's like a modern yeah. day a modern day equivalent of bloody Hulk Hogan. Are we talking without, about Drew with, or Bobby Lashley? Drew, Drew. Yeah. Without the yeah, racism and with some hair. Yeah. And you've got Seth Rollins, of, who, yeah. who is like, who's like the modern day Randy Savage almost. Yeah, yeah. If he's booked, I mean, but that, that's the thing. I think, yeah. Until it's, it's almost like, uh, to be fair, before the before the lockdown, I kind of got the sense that, that they weren't really putting that much kind of care and attention into stuff. It was more like, well, we've got the money from these broadcasting deals. We've got the money from Saudi Arabia. We can just kind of coast and oh, they, do what they've we want. been on total cruise mode. Yeah, they've been on total cruise mode, and they've 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 lost. Well, they've admitted they've lost um, by moving NXT to a Tuesday. Well, yeah, yeah. it was. We'll yeah. See how that works. But um, who knows? Who yeah, knows? Who cares anymore? Who cares? Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're maybe they moved it for the reason because they knew they America seems to be coming this yeah. no crowds we're taking things a little bit sensible um just gotta, gotta say just i'm really glad 
things are moving the right way for the country. Um, yeah. For our overseas listeners, we're in England and we're coming out of COVID lockdown slowly, which I think, even though Boris Johnson is a complete fucking cunt, is yeah. taking the sensible way out of it. We can't do fast. Mm-hmm. But for us mm. that work in healthcare, not a lot's going to change past this June the 21st. We'll still be wearing masks in our work life. Yeah. It won't make much of a difference to when you come in the hospital that it is now. We'll still be taking a lot of precautions. It'd be good that the wider pub population will be mask-free. I'm looking forward to getting out and drinking a beer in a in a good pub garden. Soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Um but for for us working in healthcare, we're not we're not going to see a massive change into into what we do. And this all of this is here to stay now, isn't it? This is I fucking hate that phrase, the new normal. But we're going to be having COVID jabs every year now. We're going to be yeah in in healthcare. We're still going to be taking those precautions. There might yeah. be a th- there's going to be a third peak and there's going to be a third surge in in cases, but because most of us will have been vaccinated it, we won't we won't be getting any real symptoms which is good um but we've got to shield the vulnerable we've got to do what we've got to do and not a lot's going to change for us so, no no uh, but we chose this as our profession we we mm-hmm. will, we will gladly we will gladly do our bet for for everybody that in our care so this is now becoming part of it is our new norm these the ppe and keeping keeping people safe yeah this is this will be what we do and in some in some ways this has made the nhs a bit more streamlined and a bit better more effective because our infection control has gone through the bloody roof now hasn't it yeah we, yeah. we got to keep that's what it should have been at the very start we should create in these safe environments for people because some hospitals infection rates are fucking awful wouldn't they post-op mm. oh yeah yeah neither of the ones that we work for strangely enough over the oh, years that, we're, yeah. we're, we're we're not too bad but you don't have to stray too far out of the uh out of the city that we're in just down the road to bath or swindon and things are a little bit worse but this is this is elevated infection control up right there. That's top priority at the moment, isn't it? and that's how it always should be to keep people safe from general infection, which hopefully yeah. will have the knock-on effect of keeping normal out of the hospitals, the the vomiting, the winter vomiting virus, and it will hopefully not lead to a spike in flu. Yeah, because we've had minimal amounts of flu because we've been doing everything that we should have been doing, washing our hands regularly. Wearing masks, so we're not coughing over each other. So we've we've escaped a whole year without flu. Have you had a cold in that time, Andy? Um, no, not really. No, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. You normally get a couple of colds at least, isn't it? Especially in the, yeah. the changing viruses coming into the hospital and cold and flu. You get all those sort of things. Not had any of that, and we no. need to keep the, our infection control up just so we can make sure that people stay safer. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that it's changed. Do you ever get the feeling that this might not be a wrestling podcast at the moment? <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that inkling, yeah. No, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In listening back to some of the old episodes, I've all, I'm coughing my way through most of those episodes, to be honest. I've well, you are generally, because you've got a pull. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you're forcing your body to drink shite. That's why you're trying to cough well, it all up again. 
I'm sure it was your flat. I always used to have a cough around your flat, to be honest. Uh, it's um, everything was there. Even the rats died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, let's go back to um, whatever we were talking about in the first place. So, who won that Wrestling. match? Seth Rollins won that um, match, Randy Savage. Wrestling, yeah. Oh, yeah. Randy Savage, yeah. Next match, yeah. So, the next match is the um, women's title match, SmackDown women's title match. Baron Corbin so, challenge match. Baron Corbin versus, yeah. So, Asuka and Charlotte. Yeah. So Booked like a fucking piece of shit. Well, I watch it back this match. It, it seemed like a, a decent match, but again, it's I, I don't I don't like Charlotte. <laughs> I can't. I like she's a good wrestler. I just can't like there's just something about her I can't quite like take a shine to her. I don't know what it is. I think it's one of those things I've like heard, with if, if she kind of tries she's to had take too on much Botox. Oh yeah, now she's yeah had too much yeah Botox. It just she looks ridiculous. You watch that? Have you seen that 24? Uh, no, Chronicle? no, I don't watch any of that stuff. No, no. Watch it. Yeah. Unstable as fuck, that girl. Spends most of it in tears. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. She, it's a weird sort of twilight world with her in between. She seems to take everything seriously as if it's a real sporting. I don't know why she's. Maybe it's just because of her bringing up with her dad. Maybe, but yeah. she's in tears and oh, it's everything I work for and then oh, I haven't got the shot and everything I've been working. It's like it's fucking made up, you silly cunt. Yeah, yeah, For fuck's yeah. Sake, don't take it seriously. You're only fucking in tears because you're fragile mentally. You need help, mm. girl, rather than just saying oh, it's what I work for and oh, it's not right. I it's everything I. It's a fucking read the script. That's 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 what your fucking life is. You're just moving from one script to another. That's yeah. It. So like you said, she's you probably work. not at the best. It's nothing you work. For. She yeah, she she's kayfabing it way too fucking much for yeah. for people that are sitting down watching this already know it's not real. So you're yeah. wasting your time there. You're just coming across as very emotionally fragile. Uh, but mm. even within that, she doesn't come across as vulnerable and she doesn't come across as somebody you care about. No, because I think I, I couldn't I couldn't ever see her like now. She's supposed to be like a face of some description. I don't get how. I, 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 I wouldn't know. I've, I've not no. watched anything. No, 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 no. Of well, like, that we, ilk we, for God knows how long. But she does it. She's not a very. She's technically good. She's athletically gifted. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. she's as as a person. Mm. She's she's not a likable or ident. You couldn't identify or 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 get into the character at all. She's she's a bit of a twat well, i think the difference with her and her old man obviously it's difficult difficult one to compare in it because her dad's probably the best dressed in history but yeah 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 i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny that but she sort of tries to kind of know me i'm a big rick flair fan so. yeah yeah but, but she kind of tries to take on that persona she's just broken isn't she yeah she has and she can't do it very well cocky and she's still carrying around a load of baggage from her brother dying and i, I can see why that would yeah, really yeah. really affect you um but i think if you look at the look at so obviously rick flair's persona rick flair was a a a really good wrestler b yeah. he was a cocky you know son of a bitch and he was always a lot of the time he was like a, a equal size or he didn't wrestle anybody smaller than him did he really if anything if anything he wrestled people that were 
a lot of the time bigger than him and he would be sort of underhanded and cheat to win. I, I remember his stellar technical series with Marco Stunt. Yeah, yeah. But, and then on the very few occasions he was a face. People loved him anyway as a heel, didn't they? So it was like, we'll just cheer him anyway. And if he's a face, he's a face for a little bit. You know he's going to turn here eventually. But he oh, God, he's a, he's, a nat, he's a natural. He was the original tweener, wasn't he, really? But he, he was always yeah. more comfortable as a heel. But the problem and is she's not trying to. She's not. No. She wants to. Be, she wants to be loved. That's the thing. And she That's can. the inherent flaw in her, in her trying to be her dad heel persona. Yeah. Is that basically it's so evident to be loved. Yeah. And she, and but she, she's not going to be because it's something about her. Yeah. I feel she can't I, carry I, off that kind of cocky because because for a start she's physically taller and bigger than any of any of the other wrestlers isn't she the female wrestlers oh god she kind of towers over them so for a start she, she's she's, she's physically a, a, yeah an impressive athlete oh yeah yeah there's no denying that and she's got a good she's got a good athletic background she's obviously got the correct genes for wrestling mm. because of her dad but it's difficult seeing her be like the underdog being like the person in peril because I mean, she's yeah, yeah. everyone else. And she's not that much of a likeable character anyway. No. But, I mean, you can't take anything away from her, from her wrestling ability because she's, she's a really good no, wrestler. She, Amazing. Yeah, she can, she can wrestle. She can wrestle. Well, I kind no of think that, about it, but yeah. she's not. She's, she's, she's less than the sum of the parts. Yeah. Some people have got that intangible. Yeah. And her dad was one of them that, that was, was the whole was parts wasn't it? and she's less yeah. than the sum of the parts she's got every attribute you need to be a, a, a the wrestler she's got all those attributes but somehow she comes out short is that is that that, that a fair thing to say T- tell me tell me twitter what yeah. am i wrong probably but not on this but on other things yeah. not not quite about her um I want to like her for all the right reasons, but I just she doesn't connect. I don't know what it is, but you you find people like Bailey or Sasha Banks or Asuka or Becky Lynn who don't have as many skills, don't have the aura, don't have the the all those other things, but they are much more successful whole creations than mm. Charlotte Flair. She's like a Frankenstein almost. She's like You've got this chucked in. You, yeah, you got. We'll have. We'll have. She's five foot ten. She's like under eighty pounds. She's athletic. Yeah. So I think. Um. Yeah. She's a bit saddled with her dad's gimmick as well, isn't she? That doesn't help. I don't think. It probably I, I helps think in a she's, way. She's. She probably feels a lot of pressure to live up to that. Which yeah. Ultimately, doesn't doesn't yeah isn't good for her. And at the moment, because she was always going out with Andrade, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? What's happening with him now? And what's happening with yeah. their relationship? Because as soon as um, Bailey's boyfriend got got a contract with AEW, it was like, oh, we've decided to part. Yeah. No pressure at all from <laughs> WWE no. management for them to to split up at all, was there? No, no. But yeah, so this match, uh, oh, uh, Charlotte wins and Asuka taps oh, out so a wins. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the way they built her up after yeah. also after that fucking great NXT run, they let her down when she moved to the 
because initially yeah. when she moved to the main roster, she was treated a bit of a jobber, wasn't she? Mm. And this yeah. was their this was their shot at redemption for us. I mean, mm. she's got there now. Yeah, she's she's a main event anything now, isn't she? Ask her. Yeah. But this was their right. She's won. This is one. I think this is why partly after that Royal Rumble, it's a fucking up, wouldn't it? Because the right people won it, and yeah. Asuka was a fucking now properly. They're gonna get behind her, and they're gonna push and do something. And unfortunately, it took a few more years before they sort of realised what they had. Yeah, definitely. And they they balls this stuff again. Yeah. Common in WWF, did. is it really? So. Yeah. They, then, they, so this they is good will out at the end. Yeah. The the right people will get there in the end. So that she has. Showing, so I'm really glad for yeah. that. Yeah. They keep showing John Cena in the crowd during this match as well. So he's there as a fan because. Yeah, he makes a big chance of showing his ticket. We all yeah. know it's like, yeah, Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so he's been challenging Undertaker, and Undertaker had not replied. He said, "I'm going to go to WrestleMania as a fan," and you know. But then at the end of this match, so Charlotte's celebrating, and the ref comes down and whispers somewhere to Cena, and Cena's like the worst fucking actor of all time. He's like, "What?" Like, yeah. Like, really shocked. <laughs> and then he legs it up the up the ramp uh, to get. We know he's the worst the back, fucking so. actor of. Yeah. Was on Amazon Prime recently, Bumble turned up, and he's yeah. fucking atrocious in that. You watched that, did you? I yeah. Watch it. I watch it. It was sort of if the, even from the fucking trailers, you could tell he's atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what's next? Next is the um fatal four-way match for the U.S. title. I completely forgot about this match with good reason, I think. So it's uh in there versus Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Rusev. And, uh, uh, Rusev gets his Rusev Day entrance with Aiden English singing. Um, yeah, it's still Roode not good. You're still glorious. you're still not you're still not going to get a better Rusev entrance than his original one with the really crappy 70s Russian music. And he comes down to the ring in a fucking tank. Yeah, that was was that as, as far before, as that he peaked. He yeah. peaked with that one, didn't he? And that's a, that was a cool... I used to love his Russian 70s yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. That was great because they, they it was poor quality as well, just to, to sort of ape the, the behind-the-times Russian product yeah. at the time, wasn't it? It was brilliant. I, I really enjoyed yeah. that character of Ru, uh, Rusev. And now look yeah. at him. He's fucking playing well, video games and he's in a fucking... He's yeah. in a Twitter war with Jim Cornette. How fucking... Yeah. How, how far the mighty have fallen. Well, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, if you look at... Um, it's quite... I was to go through this. He's, like, he's the most popular person in this match. Rusev. Yeah. yeah. The whole Rusev Day thing. Bobby Roode comes Rusev out with Day his glorious... Cool on, it, yeah. So. Yeah. But he didn't do anything with it, did they? See, that's what he they come up with that themselves, didn't they? So it was like, no, nah, we'll shit on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's into that, but we'll just ignore it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that that's that's the good thing about professional wrestling. Wrestlers are headstrong, and they just think I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. They don't care. And yeah. If it is no, they don't like it because it's not something that they've pushed down your throat like fucking Elias. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's something oh, no, that I... organically caught on, wasn't it? Which, which yeah. is really good. There's like but tugboats. Is, um, yeah, tugboats world championship ring. That that wasn't scripted. That just happened. And, yeah. and basically, the fans demanded it. Yeah, yeah. This um. See, that's what. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get 
I'm booking the Bang Bang podcast. Mm. Me and Rob will just yeah, a podcast. Yeah, there's some. Um, we're moving yeah. up the ladder now, people. We're on the <laughs> we're on the North Star. We're on Tempest. Yeah, and on to come. That's when it all possibly I wink and everything goes fucking tits up. And then Tuesday morning after Andy's managed to salvage something from the entire recording at the yeah. end, I get. I get fucking my inbox fills up with people like Millwall, Chris, Chris Bellis, Scottish Danny, loads of people in there going, what the fucking hell were you on? <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, it's Abaddon, yeah, 17% yeah. of possibly the end of my life. Right. Uh, we'll see that match. So, yeah, so the triple threat match, the, the, the fatal four-way match for the US title and gender, gender wins. Yeah, again. Um, again. But, again, this is a nothing match, really. It's like eight minutes. Like, it's hardly even there, really. I think Rusev won, like, a match to get into this match. Uh, yeah. Like, on SmackDown the week before. And I think they just put him in there because Bobby Roode and Orton had been feuding. It was like Rusev was in there basically to take the take the pin and screw you. Rusev Day stuff. Trying to get over, you know. But, yeah, I don't know what we're doing in, with him in AEW. He seems to be just kind of... Yeah, not really doing anything, is he? No. You know? And if you look, he was feeding with Bobby Lashley, wasn't he? Look where Bobby Lashley is now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, look where Rusev is. What a shame. It is. But the next match is probably my favourite match on this show, which is the uh, mixed tag match with Angle in Ronda Rousey against um, Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah, it... <laughs> WrestleMania has a, especially later on. Yeah. WrestleMania's did turn into a bit of a one match show, really, didn't it? And this was always going to be interesting. Yeah. But fucking hell, did did it surpass expectations? Fair play but to this Ronda match, Rousey. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. It was a bit kind of when it, when she came in, it was like, well, what's she gonna? How she, she gonna, gonna be like? What's she gonna do? Yeah. And she took to fucking professional wrestling quicker than Kurt. Angle and fucking Bork Laser. Yeah, she really, yeah. she really. I, I, I have to say, fair play to her, um, because she got professional. The first couple of like, she picked up the promo side of things really quickly. It was after after this. It was the following year. She cut some really fucking good promos before that triple threat match. Yeah, when she turned heel, she cut some brilliant promos, and the fact that. When she came out at that Royal Rumble, she was just grinning her head off, wasn't she, the whole yeah, way down? Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I'm here. Oh, look, look, I'm at the Royal Rumble and that mine, isn't it? Smart, yeah. that is mine. She just, she was a fucking goober right at the start. And yeah. her first couple of, the first couple of sort of promos that she did were really mumbled, not very convincing. And less than a year later, she was fucking killing it on the mic. Yeah. Some brilliant promos. And she took to the actual sports entertainment side of things because she's gifted as fuck at fighting. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it was all believable. When she started laying the fists into Triple H in the corner after everybody popped the fuck for that. They look. It was believable. You you were you were there just there. So hey up, fucking game on. 
Kurt yeah. Angle's broken by then. He could barely fucking walk down the rampway. And I really yeah. do feel... I, I've really... One, I'm glad that the AEW surprise wasn't mm. him because he doesn't need to be in a wrestling ring ever again. Sting no. doesn't need to be in a wrestling ring ever again to do anything. Big Show, just please just stay out of that ring. Do what you're doing, yeah. but stay out of it. Christian conflicted about that boy because I really like Christian as a character but he's done yeah. and has been and has been done for a number of years yeah it, to me it carries about the same weight as Tully Blanchard getting in the ring a few weeks ago it didn't need to happen yeah it shouldn't that have was happened. quite well done though I quite like yeah but, but well, yeah but yeah it didn't need to happen it shouldn't have happened and and I'm I'm like that with Christian now it's like Go back to the Edge and Christian show. Be a, be a bit of a, a goofball on that. And yeah, it doesn't. He's not. Oh, I fucking hate saying this about Christian because I love Christian as a character. Yeah, but not but not now. He's not. And what the fuck is Tony Khan on these days? He's losing what? it big time. He's turning into. He fucking <laughs> looks like a tramp. Yeah, he's, he's gibbering away on promos fucking losing it big time it's all going to shit at AEW sorry AEW fans but it's all going to shit over there at the moment it's fucking it's all running away with you you've got a shit load of fucking matches you've got a overly booked internet program two programs it doesn't you don't need any of that it's all turning into a bit 1999 WCW for me well I watched I watched Dynamite last week um, I've, I've, I've said it the first time they're actually, show, they're actually showing it on ICB4 aren't they and yeah, I've managed yeah. to catch up with it on the fucking and, and press the button that says record series so yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll I enjoyed last week again. it was good okay I'm of, really pleased for you they give that kind of like so they, they Eddie and uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxie did some like a sort of promo which kind of explained the end of the pay-per-view which was ballsed up um, <laughs> and that led to like but, Utter horseshit explanation. Let's just say this now. Oh yeah, but it's not apologies. But but uh, it's just no. It was just let's let's not fucking let's not make any real excuses. Or they could have come out and just say sorry. The fucking fireworks never went off and all that. Yeah, we're we're sorry. We'll have another match, eh? We'll do that again and just try and get it right this time. And then at least you can see blood, death, guts, and gore, rather than fucking make up some PTSD fucking nonsense that cuts no fucking. Oh yeah, that's a that's a plausible excuse. It's fucking not. The only excuse is that their firework guy was a cunt. That's the only fucking excuse. Stop trying to fucking dress it up any other way than the fucking firework guy was a cunt. Yeah, but... If, that's, if that's Tony doesn't... Khan come down to the ring and said, sorry about AEW Revolution, firework guy was a cunt. Yeah. Just that doesn't... Fair play, Tone. Yeah, that doesn't really play into Fair any play, mate. That's, that that's fucking... That line, does it for me. Yeah. Brilliant. That's no problem at all. They can just no. go back to hating each other and we'll just crack on with it. You just mm. come out and said fucking pyro guy was a prick. Fine. Yeah. But all the other things <laughs> don't advance a story, aren't plausible. And basically, AEW comes out of this looking like twats. Sorry, AEW stands, but you, you're all fucking making excuses for fuck all and if this was the wwe don't get me wrong i hate the fucking wwe as well but if this was the wwe making those sort of things you'd shit all over that as an excuse so don't have a fucking double standard 
and say that that's a fucking plausible excuse for the end of a match that was fucking shit. Come out, stand in the middle of that ring and just say, sorry about that pay-per-view ending. Pyro guy was a bit of a cunt. End of story. Move on. Keep the rivalry going. At the end of the day, that fucked up. But Moxley, I still fucking hate you. Yeah, well, actually, Omega, I still fucking hate you as well. What are we going to do about it? Right, let's get knives out and broken glass and let's fucking stab each other to fucking death. Yeah. Fine, you could have moved on. But any other excuse than coming out and saying the pyro guy was a cunt? Yeah, but I'm not an AEW apologist. Then shut up. I'm not apologising for anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying that that doesn't... <laughs> yeah. that, isn't it's, it's them coming out and saying? I think I'd like to think that most of the li- the right-minded people in the world realise that the end of that paper was a complete fuck up. Then yeah. why didn't they fucking admit it then? Yeah, we don't need fucking bastards trying to make put- it out that Eddie Kingston's got fucking PTSD from Nam or Afghanistan or fucking Kuwait or Iraq. <laughs> Bollocks! Fucking if anybody came out, he did his bit and tried to save Moxley. Yeah. From a fart in a colander and got yeah. made to look the worst out of all of this. And to have him come out and make some bullshit excuse just makes him look even worse. And Eddie Kingston doesn't actually fucking deserve that. He deserves a fucking proper push, proper excuse, proper face turn, proper Even run what? and fucking everything on the level. But all he's got is go out there and make yourself look like a twat. And and try and vindicate what was fucking basically the fireworks not going off. Make yeah. yourself look like a cunt. But there. And I don't. If, I, the, I, he's the one I feel for all this. I don't yeah, care about too. Omega at the fucking best of times. And yes, Rob, you are right. 30 minutes of this fucking show is me swearing tonight because yeah. of Omega. But I will stand by Andy and he did not fucking bring Omega up. I did, yeah. and I'll, I'll swear, I happily swear for 30 minutes on the back of me bringing up Omega. Yeah. Moxley, never, never rated no, him anyway. No, you made that clear. Never fucking, yeah, never rated yep. Moxley, ever. But Eddie King's the fucking rate, and yeah. have him, I was why it was so shit is because I had flashbacks, acids back on Supermare thing when we were drinking white light inside or under the fucking under the pier and stuff like that. And then this. Yeah, but came if out after me and I got flashbacks and blah, blah, blah. Fuck off, man. Eddie Kingston's the one that needs building up, not being yeah. made to look like a cunt. Put your shit in the fucking back of your fucking car. Come down to the ring and just say, we fucked up. The pyro was shit. Sorry, man. Let's get on with it. And let's fucking try and make a fucking superstar out of Eddie Kingston. Bottom line, that's what needs to fucking happen. But no, they're all fucking cunt. But you're getting your, you're getting your money's worth for your ranting this week. Yeah. And I haven't even had the 17% stout yet. No. But <laughs> if, if, if what you said, so if Tony Khan comes out and says, listen... The fireworks. He can stop looking like a fucking tramp as well. Yeah, but that's irrelevant. But then what then? Actually, it's not irrelevant. Okay, but what then? What to Eddie Kingston then? Why is Eddie Kingston let down on the on the floor if the fireworks didn't work? Then what explanation does Eddie Kingston give then? He gives out that that was the fucking storyline. That was that's what I was supposed to do. That was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Not stupid. He can say that these days. Yeah, but then that's the whole thing, isn't it? 
It's like, well, we're, actually, we're not, none of it's we're real. Not fucking, we're not in the 70s where everything was guarded to fuck. It's just like, I did my bit. Sorry, I, 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 that was what I was meant to do. I expected well, then, the fucking fireworks. So the, that's where the, the fucking Tony Khan coming down and saying, actually, mate, firework bloke was a cunt. <laughs> saves, <laughs> saved Eddie Kingston <laughs> because Eddie did yeah. exactly what he was told and then... When he was covering Moxley, all that mm. happened, instead of a... Mm. Yeah. That that didn't happen. What happened? Yeah. And he reacted to what the script said. Yeah. And it is a time where, actually, you just have to say, Eddie did what he was told. Fireworks. Yeah. And I'd have more fucking respect for AEW. Yeah. Saying that. And then just saying, right, we forget that. We'll just go back to these two hating each other. And now yeah. Eddie Kingston's on Moxley's side. I'd have more respect for him doing that than the fucking absolute ludicrous horseshit that they've come out with. But surely it's better anybody, to make it into a storyline, isn't it? Because everybody Ed, knows what happened, I think. Everybody knows what happened. Yeah. But, but you, you, don't need, like, you don't need him to come down and say, listen, everybody. It's not real. Obviously, it's all a load of bollocks. But the bloke we got to do the fireworks, he was crap. So I'm sorry, everybody. Eddie Kingston was let down on the floor because we told him to lie down on the floor because none of this is real. It's all, that's what he was told to do. That's what was in the scripts. But um, yeah, we cocked up. And then but ignore all that. Now we're going to go back to people pretend fighting in the ring. Um, so all the rest of this now, this is real. But that stuff the other night, that was, that was, yeah, that was. What no, was no, do, you don't even, and... you don't, you don't insult people by saying any of wrestling's real. You never insult people by saying that. Well, because no, what's, what's we the have game way coming out we and saying Twitter, we have, yeah. we have television. We all know it's not real, so don't, you don't even go there. Just, yeah. just come down to the ring and just say sorry about the end of the pay per view. Yeah. Pyro guy was a cunt. Yeah. And that, you just leave it there and just don't make too big of a deal of it. No. We don't need to go through all those other histrionics. We just yeah. we, we just say that's that's happened. That's that's a thing. That's, that's over yeah. there. That's that's that. And we're going right. We'll just book another match where these two people can beat the shit out of each other, but not really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you I, know. I just think it's fucking ludicrous saying anything else. It's like oh, oh man, it, it was PTSD well, and I. I I was in Iraq and it was like, oh, shut up. Nobody believes no, fucking prison, word you say anyway. Prison. But, but it's not real though, is it? No, none of it's real. Just none none of it's real. It doesn't matter, does it? So, Listen, what they should have done. It, it, is, it is fucking levels of insulting you. And the way they've done the most insulting to your audience. There are levels of bullshit that you can get away with and not as much you don't have to yeah. go mine's the, the illogical extreme no i'm well, one end of the polar spectrum and aw with the other end of the polar spectrum by saying oh this is oh ptsd blah 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 shit that's just as unbelievable as me saying i expect tony can to come down and say pyro Tech. Yeah, you yeah. But what's more, what you need to do is is what's... meet somewhere in the middle and have something yeah. vaguely fucking believable. Yeah. Believable. And the most insulting thing to me as a wrestling fan is a fucking response to say, yeah, that's absolutely the correct way to go. I'm how slowly and clearly, if you think 
any other option than Tony Khan coming down to the ring and mm-hmm. saying, sorry, the pyro guy is a cunt and you yeah. make any other excuses, then you are a cunt. Right. OK. Well, that clear, people. I do not care. 21 followers unfollow me and I'm zero followers. That's not why I'm here. The only reason I am here is and shout at you. Yeah. OK. <laughs> I fucking crystal clear. Yeah. Well, do you know why I do this? Because I love the fucking uncomfortable noises you make. Well, <laughs> what have you found? I can barely. You're cutting in and out anyway. So I think that's that's God's way of telling us that. Uh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure everybody got most of that. So. But the general yeah. gist is that well, you've Steve just thinks gone that off now. <laughs> Tony Khan should come down and apologise for the bad pyro and say it was the the pyro guy who did it and he's a cunt basically. And if yeah, you don't agree with Steve, then, then you're all cunts. Yeah, basically, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. But I'm yeah. basically saying anybody with me is a cunt anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think this has broken the world record for me saying the word cunt in an episode as well. We've done well. We've done well so far, yeah. yeah we, we have, we've we have even, done really well. And we're and not even halfway through this card, I don't think so. It's yeah. brilliant. And that mixed tag match. And it was good, yeah. <laughs> It yeah, was we good. That, and this is a fucking great match. Yeah, yeah, it's a good match. Um, and it was nice seeing Ronda Rousey beat at Triple H as well, wasn't it? It was, that was good. good. Um, and I think the the way it was booked, I don't think Steph, who is clearly not a wrestler, no, the way she was booked from the start of that with the arrogance and the, you're entering our world promos and nobody actually believing her, she actually yeah. She actually did what she needed to do in this match. I, I will stick up for Stephanie McMahon in this one. She didn't. She didn't embarrass herself by any way, stretch of imagination. She did no. really well. Triple H really did carry Kurt Angle um, and accentuate his positives and hide yeah, his. I, uh, I'm going to go for a week. You keep talking about this match. I'm going to go for a piss. Uh, if right, I can put me be in, trusted right. to fucking I, leave I, you. I might right. say the word cunt for three minutes, but never mind. But I, I, the way it was actually put together it obviously started off you were teased with ronda rousey and steph getting in the most of the start of the match was was really well put together by triple h and kurt angle i think my belief is that triple h carried kurt angle to a good match in that one because he's so broken down get don't get me wrong i've got apps respect for kurt angle but <sighs> At that point, he should have just been the GM um, because you could see the difficulty that he was actually having walking down to the ring and and has done for a long time. Uh, It wasn't really. Yeah, I'm a bit sad really seeing how broken down Kurt Angle is because he's a great character. Some of some of the best parts of the Attitude Era were given to me by Kurt Angle, the way he adapted from amateur wrestling and came in and became this badass character but also with the ability to have the comedy element to him was really good um actually um and is back now from i am back here yeah, yeah. And that obviously that obviously knackered him out to the point where he's panting i don't know if you <laughs> 
Did you run up the stairs and, and crack one off of the bog and then come back? No, down no, no. And that's, no, why you're, no. And that's why you're breathless now? No, no. I didn't want to. I couldn't imagine what you're talking about, really. So I ran up the stairs as quickly as possible. I kept yeah. a sense of, actually, yeah. I was talking about Triple H carrying um, carrying angle to a good match and the, the psychology of it was good. They were teasing the girls coming in at any point. And then yeah. when Ronda Rousey did first come in, it was against Triple H. But I was lamenting the fact that Triple H had, um, sorry, uh, that Kurt Angle had broken down as much as he had by that point. Cause oh yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the best moments of the Attitude Era were given to me by Kurt Angle. Oh, um, oh yeah, definitely. Especially that Jimmy Crack Corn thing with the tiny. Yeah. Cowboy hat yeah. on was just a, a fucking work of comedic genius from from both of the, those two people. Um, but he yeah. was carried to a believable match by Triple H in the, all his things. And then when she did come in, it was the game on. Less yeah. you could believe that she was giving him a fucking good leather in at that point. And what she did, he picked up a lot of stuff really quickly from a sports entertainment perspective. By the when after that the next WrestleMania, that was basically the end of a run. She yeah. was a fully formed fucking sports entertainer by that point. The promo, yeah, the heel persona was on point. The wrestling was fucking. She adapted her UFC in the WWE perfectly. Yeah, nothing but fucking respect for Ronda Rousey and her running. She 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 did give us two of the stiffest, but poor quality bloody wrestlers ever that came in on the back of her with Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Yeah. They both were absolute shit. But the Jessamine Dukes, um, the, uh, she scores a plus point. She's concentrating on the bloody video games that she was. She? And, yeah, she's, she, she's got a successful career in, in video gaming. Right. Outside of that, she's like, she's like the Apollo Creed of, uh, Video games creed. for yeah. for women, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Consequences yeah. creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apollo Woods. Yeah. 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 But she's not to be confused with the Nigeria nation. No, no. That's that's everybody saying. Well, he's been fucking stereotypical African. No, that was his character, Uha Nation. Before, yeah. That's why they, that's why they, because yeah. they're this sort of character. Yeah. I'm not sure about the big spade he's carrying down to the ring with him, but that's not, um, it's just yeah. a spear, not a fucking spade. Yeah, Either I know, way, but... it's a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit, isn't it? Fucking... Yeah. yeah. It is yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What I find bit... more offensive is you, yeah. is you referring to it as a spade, mate. Well, I mean, or a big, a big, a big what is it, a spear? Yeah. Well, it's not, either way, it's not, uh, it's a bit, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a he bit. He could have said no. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm sure he could have done, yeah. But it just seems, it seems a bit odd. Wuhan Nation character. Yeah, yeah. Because but, we know he's actually from California. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And you know, we know how he normally talks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So putting is... on a funny accent, carrying a big spear down to the ring. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I have problematic. Yeah, it, it, yeah. But he could have. Now he's not the time and place. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. we've yeah. got in, and we've ju- we're just about to have Ronda Rousey come into the ring to beat up Triple H, and now I'm going for a. Oh yeah. Okay. Mate. Right. Thank you very much. So, if there's anyone still with us at this point, uh, Steve's audio has not been the best tonight. Um, so yeah, 
and uh, it hasn't really helped with a lot of stuff. And he's he's been in one of those moods where he likes to rant. Obviously, I don't think I think the AEW thing was was a it was a fuck up the pay per view. Um, but I think they handled it probably as well as they could do. But that's just my opinion, you know. Um, so yeah, so Ronda Rousey won that match. We need to move on because I mean this is shaping up to be longer than the actual WrestleMania. So. And I hope no one's been offended by anything we said in this episode because everybody knows I think we're pretty we're both pretty right on people you know we might say daft things from time to time but I think you all know where we're coming from and that's a place of good humour. Um, so next match is the tag team triple threat match for the SmackDown titles with the Bludgeon Brothers. Versus the Usos versus the New Day. And this is a quick five minute match, which the Bludgeon Brothers win. It's nice to see the Bludgeon Brothers get a big moment at WrestleMania. Obviously, Nick Harper winning the title at WrestleMania. Okay. Hello. Hello. Did you run upstairs as well? Or? Yeah, but unlike you, I managed to crack yeah. off over Kurt Angle. Good stuff. Excellent. Well, we've moved on from there. We're just uh, talking about the uh, the tip, triple threat tag team match, which the, Bl- the Bludgeon Brothers won. I know you're a fan of the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, the, yeah, I just uh, the yeah. big hammers and all that. The big hammers, Luke. Yeah. And Eric, the Bludgeon yeah. Brothers. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of the Bludgeon Brothers. I used to belt out their music in the car really loud. Yeah. What did you say about Ronda Rousey at the at the end of the thing? My Ronda. What did you say about my Ronda? Nothing. I just said she won. They won. That was it. I just moved on. To be fair, okay. mate, we spent about okay. forty-five minutes on this match already. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, then the tag team match, which the, the Bludgeon Brothers won, um, and they made the Hall of Fame. In this yes, one, and it, it was a, it was a strange Hall of Fame because it was all. So who was it? It was. I'm just googling it now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Dudley the Dudley boys right now. Okay. Um and who else was in there? Da, 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 da. Just bear with me a minute, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just getting oh, Baron Corbin. No, that's not right, is it? I can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it was um oh it was Goldberg. I want to get on to Goldberg in a minute. But uh, too bad isn't it? Ivory. Yeah, you happy with that? Are yeah, you yeah. Hall of Fame? Uh, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think he probably deserves to be in there, but uh, I think the big thing about all that was that they managed to fucking make up in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Hillbilly Jim. No. Don't go mess with the country boy, country boy, country. Mark Henry. Um, and there was a little lad. Probably was, not yet. No. Well, it's too I, late I now. He's already in. Waited. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm. I, I would have probably waited. Um, then there was a little lad who got the, the Warrior Award. He did a few dance moves. Uh, and Kid Rock, was he wasn't actually on the stage, but he was a celebrity inductee to the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. But <laughs> Goldberg. I, I fucking... I, I, I'm very... I don't... On Twitter, I don't generally display my dislike for wrestlers. I do, but, strange enough. Gold, I fucking hate Goldberg. If you look, I he must. I feel like he must look at the WWF and think WWF and think he's got so much fucking money from the WWF, WWE Goldberg. And literally, yeah. what his, he in what's he done in WWF? 
this been any good? Nothing. Nothing at all. No, no. But the high point got, of his WWF yeah. career was WrestleMania 20. Yeah. When he got booed out of the fucking yeah. with Bork Lee. Yeah. He's done nothing that's any good. And I'm going to try and bail Andy out because I know he's coming across like the bad guy of this whole episode from his, yeah. from his earlier blaspheming about everybody and everything. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to stick up for Andy here. He's completely right about Goldberg. I hate Goldberg as well. I, I mean, I was, you, you can't really ignore his, his initial WCW run. Like he was nope. uh, a phenomenon, wasn't he? But I'm going to. But yeah, yeah. But the whole thing, WWF put him in the Hall of Fame. WWE put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, he's fucking fleeced, basically. <laughs> WWE. And for, to be fair, they've got money to throw away, haven't they? Yeah. And they, they do on a regular basis. But apart from, yeah, well, he had a, like, like a year run where he was booked pretty horrendously. And then he was like, oh, fuck, like, I, you know, I, I'm finished with wrestling. And they brought him back and he squashed, you know, obviously he beat Kevin Owens in that match and he beat fucking Brock Lesnar in a couple of minutes and they, they put him over and, and he hasn't had a good match, I don't think, no. since the late n- n- fucking 90s. And they put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> for, for, yeah, so... Political all, reasons. And they brought him back this year, didn't they? And they I, I was afraid he was going to beat Drew McIntyre, but... but oh, and last year he was... I forget. Obviously, we kind of ignore um, last year's WrestleMania because it was in quarantine times. But he was the champion last year's WrestleMania. He lost to mm. Braun Strowman within a couple of minutes, and that seems even weirder that Braun Strowman came out of WrestleMania as champion. To be honest, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah, because yeah. he's, he's yeah, he's shit. Yeah, fuck Goldberg. Um, right. So where are we? So we've done the. Triple threat tag match. So now we've got so Cena comes out then. Da, 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 da. I miss Cena to be honest. Da, 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 I da, don't. Da, da, da. No, he comes out and he's like, right, I'm here for my big WrestleMania moment. And then lights go off and it was like, oh. and then you hear Elias's guitar. <laughs> he comes walking down like singing a song. I I enjoyed Elias at this point. This was this was, was a good, good distraction. Yeah. 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 And obviously, Cena like goes out of the ring and said, "Oh, I'm not going to get my, we my now special WrestleMania moment." From from yeah. Elias walking down, we are now entering yeah. Abaddon. Right, seventeen percent um, stout is just about to go down. My thank you very much and good night. Yeah, so they have a bit of a fight and then Elias gets chucked out. And Cena's walking to the back like, "Oh, I didn't get my WrestleMania match." And then the lights go out and you had a gong and then there's the boots and the hat are in the ring, which he left the year before after he lost his match to Roman Reigns. And then lightning Indeed. flashes and then out he comes. And they've, they've, I mean, this the time has felt weird because why wouldn't you, if you're going to have John Cena and The Undertaker, you would make a big thing out of it, wouldn't you? you yeah, I, I guess they made a big enough thing about it. With this yeah, but it was like... It's a weak thing, but it, yeah. it did feel a bit... Yeah. And the and fact I, that he lost in about three minutes. Yeah, it was a squash match, basically. Yeah. It was, it, was only, it was under that. It was under three minutes. But they, um, I watched the Last Ride documentary, and they covered this sort of period where he was, like, after the match against Roman Reigns at the previous WrestleMania, he was 
like absolutely devastated about his performance. He wasn't in the condition to wrestle, really. But he went it was this this cycle of have a decent match and then right we're going out on a proper one and then it'd be shit and yeah you'd have to build it back up again and, and he's gone yeah. out properly now thank fuck with the miracle miracle of modern covid matches yeah but yeah so he's had like a hip operation and he trained for this match and when you watch it he was actually training for a proper match i think he was under the impression this was going to be a, a sort of 15 20 minute match and they got what two minutes it was a two minute squash yeah. Whether Vince wasn't completely convinced that he could still go and would just give him a quick, or we've got the Undertaker right there. Um, but it seems now like a bit of a waste, really. Yeah. But then, again, after this, like, yeah, he's talking at the end of it, he's like, oh, if that's my last match, then I'm quite happy with that. And, but then, like, in the trailer for the next part of the documentary, it shows that he went on to have the match with the... Uh, um, Goldberg and then the match with Triple H and then the match with Kane and Triple H and Shawn Michaels and like these are all abysmal matches and he ends up having to you know to keep coming back just so he doesn't go out on a shit note which they eventually they eventually managed to sort of fix I suppose but it's just yeah it's just, it's, just, it's quite sad I mean I was watching it and um, I was watching that today and Kate she was off work today she came down and was like what are you watching <laughs> like well, this is a documentary about the Undertaker. <laughs> and she but watched some of it with you. She watched some of it with me, and I try to explain to her like this guy's been wrestling no play for too, thirty there's years. No way, there's no way Jamie watched no. any no, of no, that no, with no. me. So no. fair play to Kate for putting up with you. But I was trying to explain how like, this guy basically he's probably one of the most famous decorated wrestlers of all time. He's been wrestling for over thirty years, and I was like, well. He kind of wants to, like, he had what was probably going to be his retirement match, but it was really bad. So he wants to get back and have another match to prove that he can still do it. And it was like the fact that he just come back and have a match to prove that he can still do it leads to him having more matches, which will then means he has to go back. <laughs> which means that he can do and it. train again. Oh. Yeah, yeah. For another match to prove that he Ad can still do infinitum. it. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it's, it's sad, but hopefully he's gone and he's, you know, not going to do yeah, it anymore. They, but... should, they, they should fucking induct him into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, but it's, he seems like we've he, got, he... We've got Molly Holly and the British Bulldogs. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. But I think they still do the ones from last year, aren't they? So Bulldogs on the ones from last yeah, year. Yeah, he was one of the ones. And it, it, it's good that he's going in. I, I, I cannot... It's always deserved to have gone in. Just yeah. the way he went out of this world as, as sort of coloured... As coloured... A fucking no-brainer decision. Why isn't the British Bulldog in anyway? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Any other excuse than coming, Tony Khan, coming down to the ring and saying the British Bulldog not going into the Hall of Fame is because the pyro guy is a cunt is yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. So the next match is Daniel Bryan's comeback, his, his return to the ring yes. with, of course, Shane McMahon. Yes. To face Kevin Owens and Sami yes. Zayn. So do you know what the original plan for this match was? Do tell me, Andrew. Well, so the original talks where it was going to be uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn versus uh, Shane and Vince. <laughs> oh. But Vince said, luckily no, I, enough, I I've got a decent stout 
know, it's helping me <laughs> get through this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 Kevin Owens said that himself. That's what they were. That's what. But Vince said he couldn't. Obviously, he's got to try and run the whole night. He couldn't focus on wrestling as well. Let alone the fact that he was probably about seventy. Because in the build-up to this, that famous gif I used the head a lot butt. of the headbutt. Yeah, yeah. So they were planting the seeds. That was going to be the match. But um, but this is again. It felt it feels weird because again, like straight nobody wants to show my man wrestle, do they? Anymore? No. The the, the no. weak weak ass punches. Yeah. And, and the, the start of this match is oh. they take out Daniel Bryan straight away. Like he gets a big obviously a big entrance. This was where he won the world title sort of three years ago before he got injured. And then they take him out immediately. And so for the first ten minutes of this match Brian's like out on the outside, completely out of it. So the first 10 minutes of the match is Shane McMahon versus uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, if you're in the crowd, that's not really, <laughs> not really what you what you want to see, is it? See Shane no. McMahon getting beaten up for 10 minutes. Um, and he's he, again, he can't be a face, can he? Shane McMahon? No, not really. No, no, no. Not to any true wrestling fan, he's always no. going to be a heel because he can't fucking wrestle. Well, that's it. And again, the people there watching that match at WrestleMania, the fans, are probably thinking we've got Daniel Bryan, you've got Kevin Owens, you've got Sami Zayn, probably three of the best wrestlers in the world from the past what, 10, 15 years. And we're watching Shane McMahon <laughs> sort of fend off uh, Owens and Zayn single-handedly. It's like, yeah, no, not really. To be honest, no. yeah, that's the only match um, that yeah. I've ever wanted to support The Miz was when he fought Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, The Miz was a face of money from that because Shane McMahon beat up his old man, didn't he? I beat up his fucking old man, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. Oh, this is old man. Um, yeah, Brian comes in and gets a few high spots in him and Sami Zayn taps out, so... A nice moment because they've not really had um, like Kevin Owens not really had a big WrestleMania. He hasn't actually. had his WrestleMania moment yet, has he? No, no. I think Sammy's ever going to get a WrestleMania one. moment, is he? He deserves. Yeah. One. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Definitely. He's from his. He deserves one this year from the fucking fact that he's put over whatever <laughs> he's fucking been asked to put over this year, and he's done it yeah. willingly yeah. and with with style. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're, we're getting there. We've only got six matches to go. Um, Fucking brilliant! We're, we're only another hour of swearing, Rob. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, next is Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. So Alexa's the champion. She's got Mickey James with her to start off with, but Nia Jax beats up Mickey James, so it's like a one-on-one match. And obviously, Nia this wins basic, pretty this quickly. This is basically the the fat shaming. Match, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. payoff to the fat shaming, fucking, which is absolutely fucking ludicrous yeah and they're still doing that storyline in 2019 or 18 whenever this was yeah absolutely yeah. and mickey james being involved in that yeah they, she was involved in a storyline with her basically mm. being called piggy james mm-hmm. and she's not fat in any way shape or form isn't it no jack's no. a big girl but she's, she's yeah she's a samoan heritage and she carries it off perfectly yeah yeah, she's a, a forceful presence and a, and a big girl. And but yeah, and you'd like so, to well, think they could think of a different storyline than, but it's lazy, isn't it? And this was this. Uh, I mean, it's beyond lazy now, but it was really lazy then. But yeah, it's just horseshit. 
And the only thing you can say about that is that actually Nia Jax won the world championship. So yeah, nice for her. Yeah, nice for her. But the way it was achieved it was just cheap. Yeah, yeah. And that was before she started injuring every last motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then the next one is AJ versus uh, Nakamura, which was kind of billed as a dream match, wasn't it? Because they'd had that match in Japan, which was so good, which Nakamura won. Yeah. And this is it's a good match, but again, get, get the obviously the introduction for. Nakamura at WrestleMania in front of like 80,000 people it was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'll give you that. That was the high point of the entire match. But yeah, that's the thing. Again, I think it doesn't help. If this would have, I would give the example, if this would have been on a, on a takeover in front of an NXT crowd at this time, it would have probably been insane this match, I think. Because the crowd would have been like completely into it and kind of pushing them both on. At this point where, if you'd say, if you've been there for the pre-show, you're probably about six hours in at this point. So, like, you've got nothing left. Again, it it wasn't a great match. It didn't look, didn't flow, didn't look like a... And obviously, Styles wins, and then Nakamura at the end punches him in the balls, which leads to a whole few... Yeah, it wasn't... Well, I forgot, because when when Nakamura first came in... Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. They, they 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 put him in pretty quickly against um, Jinder Mahal for the world title. He kept losing <laughs> to Jinder, and, uh, and then uh, thus thus invalidating his whole reputation. Yeah, but then they, it kind of felt like, like you said earlier, with Asuka that they'd given him the rumble. They sort of turned the corner, and maybe they'd actually, you know, it's a chance to redeem himself. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure Turnlim Hill was the best. I get out of these two, who would you prefer to see heel? You prefer to see AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the natural heel, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think anyway they played it with with um, anyway they played it with bloody what's called it um, Nakamura. He's not. He's he's a fucking face, isn't he? Yeah, people want to try it. And I've fuck, I don't know why this is possible, Mm-mm. but I've drunk Abaddon. Yeah. And I'm moving on to a fifth stout, dear. Good a Lord. Center, a yeah. chocolate bigger cinder toffee stout from Bristol Brewery. Jesus. Is this going to go fucking wrong tomorrow, isn't it, for me somewhere? Yeah. Like for it. you, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that smells like a fucking crunchy bar. Yeah. So, yeah, so Nakamura wins that. We're almost there. So, the next match is Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and a partner of choosing. This, I, I refuse to do anything. Let's gloss over this bullshit. Very okay. quickly, I'll let you gloss over it. I'm not having any bullshit. Well, just to, just to show their, their disregard for tag teams. So they, they had, a, uh, I think they had like a, a battle royal for tag teams to decide who would get the the match against Cesaro and Sheamus uh, on Raw a few weeks before, and, and Strowman entered that on his own and won it, throwing out all the tag teams. <laughs> so that kind of shows, yeah. And then he, he he wanted to pick. He said he could do it on his own, and he then they, they, they did some ruling said he had to pick somebody. So he just went into the crowd and picked a little boy out of the crowd, and then him and the little boy uh, won the World WWF uh, WWE Tag Team Champions. They won it, beat 
Cesaro and Sheamus. So if you just want to completely destroy the tag team division, <laughs> then you know you can. One bloke just takes out all the tag teams, and then one bloke and a little boy take out the tag team champions. Just to and their end if the uh, WWE's uh, tag team division. So and then we're on to the main event. Yeah, I'm back in the game. Hurrah! By this point. Everybody's had enough, I think. Um, I know, yeah. yeah. So it's Braun Strowman versus. It's not Braun uh, Strowman versus. It's not Braun Strowman, is it? It's, no, no, sorry. Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. The head of the table, the tribal chief, back when he was the. Basically. And um, yeah. The crowd are not a fan of this match, to be honest. No. Which, again, he gets to this point in the evening, and then it's, this is, you know, people doing their finishers to no avail the match. Like we talked about with the, the Undertaker, Triple H, Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels match, where it was finisher, finisher. This by Finisher, this point, finisher, like, black, black yeah. finisher. Yeah, yeah, this was, we're mega into that kind of phase now. It just this automatically makes it a great match because there's been lots of false finishes. And yeah, well, this wasn't a great match. It was Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of Roman Reigns for 15 minutes. Yeah, he didn't really sell anything, did he? No, but then you think, well, obviously Reigns is going to win. WrestleMania is going to get his big moment. But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But no. no, but no. I do feel sorry. I mean, I've, I've, I've always, I think, uh, like last year, I, I professed my love for uh, Roman Reigns before he I came don't, back. I don't mind Roman Reigns at all. I, th- I think I, he's a good I character. I, th- I think he's actually properly now as a heel. He's found his stride. Oh, yeah, perfect. definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, basically. I, 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 the weak link in that shield was fucking John Moxley, fucking Dean Ambrose, <laughs> whatever. So... <laughs> But the issue with Roman Reigns was just how he, how he was being booked. He was being forced down everybody's throats, basically, and we didn't yeah. take kindly to that. But when it all happened naturally, and he actually embraced the dark side, yeah, he's a fucking he's a good heel. And that that head of the table stuff, yeah, people forget the good stuff that the WWE do, yeah, in building people up. They did they forget the good work they did with people like Daniel Bryan going back even in this modern era going back to the stuff how they built up CM Punk yeah how how they handled Ronda Rousey through her one year here from being the golden girl to coming out the other side and being a fucking really effective heel to build Becky Lynch up and the rivalry between Bailey and Sasha Banks and the fact that they the antithesis of anything WWE was AJ Styles and they managed to incorporate his style and build him up really quickly and he's had a really good run as everything yeah. in they they I, I think people are entrenched Vince McMahon's bullshit and they've actually overlooked some of the good stuff that they've done with these people yeah that 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 just just goes unnoticed in it and the biggest one of all is fucking Roman Reigns when they actually stopped actually 
everybody, literally everybody is telling us that he's a heel and yeah. forcing us down their throats. When they took that on, Roman Reigns an instant believable heel and they, mm. they've got him a good gimmick as well. But the yeah, but that's the thing. That so, fucking head of the table stuff. Yeah. But you, do, do you give them credit for that? Or do you say, actually, you should have done that two or three years ago? Yeah, and they, they do take... They they are a bit bullheaded with, no, this is the way we're going with somebody sometimes. Yeah. Um, but if they realise that actually bad is good with with Roman Reigns after pushing the fuck out of Steve Austin the way they did and, yeah. and, and the way they dealt with the heel turn of Bret Hart and the way they kept switching the rock back and forth before Hollywood said he was a good guy and you will only portray him as a good guy. Yeah. They, but but people who have just got the wrong end of the WWE all the time and they hate them because actually overlook those sort of things. The way that Punk was handled, the way that Brian, Daniel Bryan was handled, the way that Roman Reigns finally has been handled, the way that AJ Styles has been handled. Yeah. The way that the women's division has been handled. Even if you want to have a, a, a successful story from somebody who's pretty much been homegrown and has battled through the adversity much as I hate him you could say the same about the Miz the way he's been handled oh, yeah, the way yeah. he's been it, it's there are a lot of things and don't get me wrong there are a lot of things that WWE do badly at the moment without an audience there but that's the same with wrestling all over the fucking world without mm. a rest without an audience because we are we are the people that make things happen we are the people that change people's pushes we are the people that react to somebody and they just think actually that's happening we'll react to that we we can change things and it's highlighted the weakness of the actual if you stick rigidly to a booking format it's highlighted at aw it's highlighted at wwe it's highlighted at fucking impact it's highlighted at roh it's highlighted at mlw if you leave things simply to the people who are writing it they don't have a fucking clue and we are the people that affect change in wrestling by telling people what we think in a live setting and what goes down well and what goes down poorly because if they they were left if covid happened and roman reigns was being pushed that's all we'd have got would be roman reigns as the fucking unbeatable babyface champion that's all we would have got we wouldn't have got the chance to say actually do not force this fucker down our throats this is bullshit like we did with roman reigns specifically us coming back into the fold and the fact if it's handled right forty-five thousand people in two nights for wrestlemania would be good to get people back in to an actual wrestlemania feeling yeah they they've got to do it right though because i'm coming from it as a health professional mm. i don't want people walking out of that thing and fuck in 37,000 of those people have now got COVID. Yeah. So it's that sort of we're we're at a we're at a trigger point with that sort of thing. As a healthcare professional, I don't think 45 people for I don't think 45 people should be let into the fucking <laughs> thing, yeah. let alone 45,000. I think it's too soon. Yeah. Let's let's see how it goes because we do need the audiences back. Yeah. We do need to we do need to make what we feel 
and what you see on Twitter is that it's that paradox, it's that little sort of echo chamber that we live in on Twitter as well. We we gravitate towards people who have similar views to ourselves, apart from me, who has fucking diametrically opposed views to everybody on Twitter, and that's fine. But we it does tend to be a bit of a sort of echo chamber, and we go gravitate towards people who are similar to us in what we feel and what we think. Is that actually the prevalent thought? If you get in people, 45,000 people in there, you have to you have to take on board their responses at that WrestleMania to who they like and who they don't, because it's been a long time, hasn't it? Mm. Hell of a yeah. hell of a long time before people have actually got in to see a, a live wrestling match. So it's been a long time before we, the people, have been able to actually put forward our views on who we like and who we don't act like we've been forced to fucking have people who may be controversial opinion coming up that aren't much cop that seem to have gone down well online people like fucking Shotzi Blackheart I don't rate at yeah. all fucking <laughs> no, don't I rate at all Shotzi Blackheart. No. no I, I, I think she's an internet wrestler and people are verbally very loud where she is concerned. I think in in an actual live wow. arena where people are around, people are going to get fucking bored of that tank really fucking quickly. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't I'm know. Not, I mean, we'll see. I'm I mean, not, she's not I'm fair. Not six. I know yeah. Jake loves her. Bless him. Wrestle Jake. He fucking <laughs> yeah. loves. He loves Shotzi. And I. I and I like Jake, and this this is where I'm conflicted. And I'm not normally conflicted. I, I'm very black and white. I fucking hate you, and I don't mind you. I don't know yeah. anybody. And the yeah. only person I love, full stop, is Jane. End of story. Yeah. I fucking hate or don't mind people. I don't yeah. like Jane at all. He's a really good yeah. bloke. Um, and I don't yeah. like. And I do feel. I do feel because of the the strength of opinion that Jake has about Shotzi. I do all feel maybe I need to give her another go but i have yeah and i keep giving her a go and i still don't like her so no you're not gonna Jake. like everybody I, are you no 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 i don't like anybody but they are so i'm aware of concern because i know people that i like on twitter really yeah. like her and i don't and I, no. I just yeah and that's the only jake you are the only person that's made me feel any Minimum, minimal second of doubt when I've said, "Oh, I don't like that person." No, I don't because like her. I, I, I feel <laughs> I should like Shotzi Blackheart, but I don't. And you're the person that's made me feel like I might be wrong when I know perfectly that I'm fucking not wrong. And now Andy doesn't like her, but Andy has no. freely come out to say he like her. He's yeah. not conflicted like me. He just doesn't no. like her. So Jake, feel free to block Andy. And I'm friend Andy. I'm sure she's a nice, lovely woman. I mean, I don't know. She might be a horrible woman. But I, I don't particularly like her. Um, I don't like anyone in NXT, to be honest. That fucking howl. It just annoys me, yeah. She seems like she's got Cute. too many too many gimmicks going on. She's got a tank. She's yeah. got green hair. She howls. She does this. She does that. Like, And I do like everything that annoys me. It seems a bit desperate. This week, Dave... They did a big thing about having, oh, we're debuting the NXT women's tag team titles. And they gave them to uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And then they lost them immediately to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. And I like, I do like. Oh, I fucking 
I fucking hate Ember Moon. <laughs> well, I like Dakota Kai. She, so she she just gurns like a fucking idiot. She's going out with um. She's going out with Shayna Baszler. Is she? Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that a, no, no, that a that's, scoop for the? That, no, that's an actual thing. Okay, um, that's fine. The, the fact the, I like Shayna Baszler. They She's had amazing. their they yeah. had their sort of um storyline that they had. Yeah. I'd like to think that during that storyline was when they actually started Maybe. liking each other. And that that's sweet. I, I Shane like is amazing. I like Shayna. Yeah, Shayna Bates. Yeah. And and Dakota Kai as a, as a baddie has grown on me. So that's good. Yeah. But Ember Moon, similar to Shotzi Black. She's got too many, too much stuff going Goons. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just with a tongue sticking out. And like that. Yeah. She's got a good taste. Of, fine taste in women, though, she's got. So. Who has? Ember Moon. Because she's going out with Shayna No, we just said that she's going out. Dakota Kai's going out with fucking Shayna Baszler. <laughs> I thought you told me Ember Moon was going out with Shayna Baszler. No, it's just because you're thick as fuck and you didn't listen. So Dakota Kai's going out with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, and that's what I said right. with their fucking storyline. I didn't know history. that. Yeah, well, there you go. There we go. Spoilers for anybody. Well, not spoilers, but. Breaking news. I feel like we're turning into like uh, some sort of gossip. Uh, no, no, this is this is this is well documented. This, okay, that's this fine. Is well documented. They're seeing each other, and that's that's fucking great, isn't it? That's cool. So I like to work and I like them both. And, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's all good. Love it. Love's a great thing. Love's a. Well, let's finish great on thing. a let's finish on a positive point then. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to um to Kai and Shayna Baszler. Um. um I don't know where, <laughs> where I'm going. <laughs> Just congratulations to everybody. Yeah, anyone fucking who, loves, loves a wonderful loves a wonderful thing. Anyone yeah, who's in a happy relationship. Yeah. Fucking congratulations right. to everybody. Right, so next week <laughs> well, I think we'll have a lot of questions. That. Like I say, I fucking I, I, I love one person in the entire world apart yeah. from the girls, and that's Jake. That's fine. And that 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 that's even I can find love. Yeah. And that's that's a good thing, isn't it? That's a so lesson for all of horrible. us. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking horrible. Yeah, right. On that point, now we'll we'll break. We'll come to the end of WrestleMania month. I think it's a good thing to be honest. Um, and next week we'll have uh, any other bollocks. I'm I'm sure there might be a lot of questions not related to WrestleMania, but related to everything. Yeah, most tonight. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry so, for mentioning the word cunt more times than cunt should be mentioned in any show. Where normally cunt is not mentioned. That's fine. So I'm sorry for mentioning cunt that many cunt in times. Um, next week, we're going to be uh, doing any other bollocks. Any other bollocks, yeah. WrestleMania themed any other bollocks. So we'll be asking you a couple of questions. Uh, we'll put that out on the well, Twitter feed. I won't be asking you anything. I don't give a fuck no. what you say. No. Um, but Andy will be putting things out on the Bang Bang podcast. I shall just be tweeting the word cunt. Yeah. Once a day for the next. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so look out for that. Well, but to be fair, by the time we get this one out, we might have already, you might have already done it. So we'll see. But yeah, so we'll be back next week with any other bollocks. Uh, thank you for listening. If there's anyone, God, I mean, God help you. If you're still with us from the start, then yeah, um, congratulations. And just there's quite a few. Fair play to them. Yeah, yeah. I just be thankful for the stuff I, I, I've edited out. 
<laughs> just be thankful of that. Uh, we'll be back next week. This, this, this was uh, initially over yeah. a two-hour podcast, but Andy probably edited out to about yeah. 26 minutes. Yeah, so uh, we'll leave you with the, the dulcet tones of uh, David Essex again. Again? And again, We yeah. started with him. Fucking hell. Can you at like... least... Can you at least play Silver Machine on the outro? Okay, I'll try if I can find it. We need something if to you cleanse. Can find it. We need, be we need good to... because yeah. we've got the we've got the nadir of David Essex's career at the start. We could have the Zenith yeah. career with Silver okay. Dream Machine. I feel like we need to be cleansed after this last uh, we two do. hours. So. Have a dream yeah. Silver Dream right. Machine. All the best, everybody. Good <laughs> Take night, care. my sweets. Good night. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.